Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And we are live. We're active. Andrew Combo Salop, host of Combo's Court. I'm myself, Max Van Auken, host of the Max Van Auken podcast, the MVP available anywhere. Um, what's going on, man? I, you know what? I figured we weren't going to do any pre-talk. I wanted all the raw, authentic conversation to be on air on the show. How are you? Doing well, Max. I heard you're still waiting online for coffee. Who has time for that these days, Max? Come on, man. Get it together. Get it together. I know. I did a great job, actually. I've been grocery shopping, but I ran out of groceries, and then I was running late, and then I'm like, I don't have time to run to the store, and then da, 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 da. I was like, let me just run to Starbucks. It's right down the street. And so I spent overpriced on, over overspent on coffee. Even though it's very good, I overspent. You know what I mean? Still good, though. Sometimes I'm a you, coffee guy. So, yeah, you got to start making your own coffee, Max. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't party like that. Coffee is my is my over. Um, what's the word for it? It's my substitute. You know what I mean? Hard work and coffee. Okay. Okay. Nice, man. Yeah. Yeah. I say with the cold sweet cold sweet foam as well. Sweet cream cold foam. So like an extra nice, sixty man. cents. Yeah, something like that. What's going on, combo? We got some news. I woke up. I was out skating in Jacksonville last night. Um, I was getting my roll on, too. I'm not going to lie. I, made, I felt I was going to post something like I'm back, Michael Jordan style, because I returned to my old skates. Killing it. I felt like I, I was just a monster on the wheels yesterday. So ended up coming back, slept in a little bit later than I expected to, woke up, and all of a sudden Celtics, Jalen Brown, Kevin Durant, trade package, everyone's talking about it. And I'm like, oh, I have a pretty, I have a strong take on it, Combo. I have a strong take. Here's my one take. I'd rather see Jay, I'd rather see Jalen Brown and KD play together than Jason Tatum and KD play together. I like that mix better, even though I don't think it could happen because of the CBA rules. But yeah, that's just me. Because of playing styles you're referring to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, obviously they're both great, but it's just two ISO scores. I like what Jalen Brown could, how Jalen Brown could complement KD. Yeah, I think that would be ideal. And I do honestly, I think Jalen Brown has another leap in him. I, I do think too. There's a chance. I, I think there's a chance he be, he could become better than Jason Tatum. And Jason Tatum, and I don't even think he's that far off right now. I would agree with that. I don't think that's a, yeah. I don't think that's crazy to think. And then have you seen his water workouts? That I think I don't know if it was like ESPN or Bleacher Report. He's just a very explosive athlete. Yeah, he has oh, yeah. some athleticism yeah. you can't teach, and then obviously when you put in the hard work, it just takes it to the next level. I would agree with everything you just said, but here's my weird um, take on it. Danny Ainge has been super-duper conservative at times when it comes to the Boston Celtics, and that's where it's sometimes to a fault. Other times, I understand it, you're the 401k, you're being safe, you don't want to just completely throw away your whole future for what you have. So there's times I understand it and there's times I don't. Like, I'm all about being super aggressive. I mean, we've done the podcast enough. You know that's what I think. But f- why be super aggressive now? Because I understand how talented Kevin Durant is, 
but you're willing you just went to the NBA finals with this squad and you added Brogdon like you've added a couple pieces so you're even better than you did last year why would you be willing to throw away Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant obviously is the better player right now but let's be honest what is he 33 34 years old he's about to turn 34 I don't think that's worth it I don't think it's worth it at all because maybe a season or two but what if it doesn't work out that first season? So now you're getting a declining player. I'm not saying he's bad by any means, but I just I have more faith in what they did. I'd rather run it back with that squad with a more um, improved roster than to try something new with Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant at this point of his career. Some would say some would agree with you, but some would also say if you have a chance to get better, do it. No matter how good you were the year before, because the league is so deep. I mean, the Warriors proved that by adding Kevin Durant themselves a few years ago, right? They were a really great team, but, like, we could get better, so let's get better. But they added um, him. It, they didn't trade, like, some of their core for him. Right. And as I said, I probably wouldn't do it because I don't want to give up Jalen Brown in a lot of ways. Right? right. Even though KD is one of the best players in the league, one of the greatest players of all time. So I'm in agreement with you. Danny Ainge is no longer there. He's um, with the jazz now. So I don't know how that changes things for them, but. Oh, it's Brad Stevens. He, yeah, you're right. Brad Stevens, I, the head of basketball operations, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I wouldn't do that move. And yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Okay. Cause I, yeah, I just saw, I just don't think that makes sense, especially how close you are. And again, I'm all for getting better, being aggressive, but there's like taking risks and then there's calculated and strategic risks. And I just didn't think this risk is worth the reward. Yeah, like you said, I'd rather see Jalen Brown and the way he plays with Kevin Durant than a guy like Tatum with Kevin Durant. I don't know. Just me personally, I just feel like that's a better fit. And I really just don't think it's worth trading that if you're Boston. You just beat Brooklyn. Like you already beat them. And I understand your your mean your main goal isn't to beat Brooklyn again. Your main goal is to win a championship. So you want to do what it, it takes to win a championship. I just don't feel Kevin Durant being there, getting rid of Jalen Brown, is your answer. And also, why would it? I don't think the Nets would. I don't think it would be in the best interest of the Nets no, either. Right? No. Yeah, I don't want to give up Kevin Durant for that package. To this day, I'm telling you, I don't know why it hasn't happened. If I was LeBron James, if I was the Los Angeles Lakers, hey Brooklyn, I understand. You want a big trade package. There is nothing, there is no player on the market right now that their teams are willing to do. Like, Phoenix isn't going to give up Devin Booker. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Realistic trade packages where you're going to get a higher return than Anthony Davis. Like, if I was the Lakers, hey, I will give you Anthony Davis some picks. You can have Talon uh, Horton Tucker. Let me get Kevin Durant. And then you could, if the Russell Westbrook, and then you give me Kyrie thing worked out, that's a different story. That would be the ideal situation for the Lakers. Let me get Kyrie and KD. You can have Westbrook, AD, Horton, Tucker, and picks. But realistically, hey, I'll give you AD, you give me KD. You can have some picks. I would do that in a heartbeat because LeBron clearly wants to win now, and you guys want a very high-caliber player that still has plenty of years in front of him to make an impact now with some future picks. Why would you not do that? Because if I was the Nets, I wouldn't do that because I wouldn't have faith that AD could be your best player on a championship team, especially coming off the season he did. Jalen, But Jalen Brown can? Well, Jalen Brown has another leap in him, I think. And I said I wouldn't do it if I was the Nets, but I think I like Jalen Brown's future better than Anthony Davis's future. I, 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 yeah, I would agree with that going forward. You know, isn't that crazy to say, though, because of how – 
Anthony Davis, what his trajectory was considering where he was in New Orleans and then becoming a Laker. Like, like two, three years ago, we wouldn't have said that. That's wild. Yeah, yeah I mean, Jalen Brown is on his way up, and I do think there's a big leap left in him. And I think in a different situation, he could pop even more than he does now, right? So he's somewhat in Jason Tatum's shadow. Not totally. He's a great complimentary to him, but... I do think that he's on the upward swing while AD looks like he's on the downward spiral. As of now, I hope he could come back strong, but the off-seasons haven't treated him well, or he hasn't treated the off-seasons well, shall I say. Yeah, I remember in high school watching uh, Jalen Brown. It was Ben Simmons, Brandon Ingram, and Jalen Brown in high school. And I remember like, yeah, these guys are nasty. And then, uh, and then in college, when he went, he went in California – he kind of faded a little bit. I remember not seeing him as much because obviously Brandon Ingram went to Duke and then Ben Simmons and LSU. And so we didn't talk about him as much, but he popped. Like that draft class is a pretty stacked draft class when you look at that, especially when you look at that top three, right? Yeah. Talking about draft classes, like I feel like the last four have been stacked, right? Last three or four. It's crazy. Yeah. Like I'm... obviously we have to wait a few years to see if they were truly stacked and how a lot of the players pan out, but. It's looking that there's going to be a lot of quality, high-level stars and even some superstars in the last few draft classes. Right. Um, we were talking about trades, right? We were just talking about Kevin Durant. I wanted to run this past you. I saw it the other day. I was like, wow, that, that's pretty. That's an incredible – whoever came up with this. Um, NBA writer proposes crazy five-team Russell Westbrook-Kyrie Irving trade. Have you seen this? No, but this is going to be a lot to wrap my head around. Though. It is. So, uh, yeah, let me let me break it down to you. And those listening, I'll, I'll, I'll read this very slowly and straight to the point. So a five-team deal, which I don't know if that's ever been done in NBA history, a five-team deal. I mean, you've seen two and three, obviously. I don't know if we've ever seen a five-team. So is this likely going to happen? No. But I feel like... Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of move, moving pieces for that to happen in reality, right? Yes, but, you know, if you and I combo, if an NBA team... Orlando Magic, cough, cough, listened to this podcast and was like, you know what? We want you guys in the front office. We like the way you guys look at the game of basketball. If this was our livelihood where all we did was think about possible trades and to improve the roster, is it really on? Un- Why should it be unlikely? You know what I mean? This is what we do. So you talk to other people and this is what they do. So the Lakers, they would receive Kyrie Irving and Patrick Beverly. Obviously, that's a win for the Lakers. That which, That's what you want. Now, the Nets would receive, now this is why I don't think it would work, because I don't think they're receiving enough like front-end talent. They're getting a lot of picks, not a lot of front-end talent. Mikael Bridges, Talon Horton Tucker, Cameron Payne, 2025 first from Phoenix, 2027 first from Phoenix, and a 2027 first from L.A., and a 2029 first from Phoenix, and a 2029 first from New York. I think they want more front-end talent, not a lot of draft picks. That's why I don't think this works. But to continue... I mean... We could stop right there. You're right. It won't work. I mean, yeah. who's the best player in that? Mikhail Bridges? Yeah, picks are, gra- picks, p- picks are great, or, but it's just an idea, right? It's not an actual player. And if Mikhail Bridges is your – it's basically a Mikhail Bridges package for Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why it won't work. But in a perfect world, let's just say – what is it, Sean Marks? He was like, all right, yeah, I like that. So then you have the Jazz. They receive Russell Westbrook, Quentin Grimes, Cam Reddish, Evan Fournier, Jay Crowder – Laundry Shamit and a bunch of picks. We won't even get into all the specific picks. The Suns then would receive Kevin Durant and then Bogdanovich. Huge win for the Suns. And then the Knicks, this is the last team, 
The Knicks would then receive Donovan Mitchell and Cam Thomas, who obviously the Knicks have been flirting with the idea of Donovan Mitchell for who knows how long, even though I feel like he's a Miami Heat deep down. Either way, the Knicks would receive Donovan Mitchell. Like, that would be perfect for the NBA, though. Like, the NBA would love that for that, that to happen. I don't mean to be like that conspiracy guy, like this needs to happen, you know what I mean? But that trade makes sense for everyone but Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn's not doing it. It's not, not even. I mean, it's not even close. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was when I, again. Credit to the I writer mean, I, here. This who, is this is what I think. This is what's really happening, Max. Andy Bailey. Want, we got to have is, him on the show. This is, this is what I really think is happening, Max. The Nets don't want to trade Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant wants to get traded. So the Nets are out there making it look like they're trying to trade Kevin Durant. Yeah. No, I I, I feed into that now. Hey, Kevin. We. Hey, Kevin. You're one of the greatest players to ever play the game. We can't get a trade package for you. We tried our best. You see everything that's going on in the media. I think we're going to have to make this work here. You're under contract, you know. So show, so show, up, to, show up to training camp. It's so we'll boring. It's so boring. We don't want that. We want to see I the know, blockbuster know, like, move. This is probably what is happening and what's going to happen, but it's not fun for like media takes, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's like, come on, we want to see some, we want to see some movement. We want the fast food. On, they, we want our Big they Mac. Are not, they, they are not taking a Mikel Bridges package for Kevin Durant. He's a great defender. Why not? <laughs> come on, bro. Shout out to Mikel Bridges, but nah, that's not happening. Like, you need, you need either a superstar or right under a superstar level player. So, because Mikel Bridges is not even a star. Okay. All right. All right. I hear you. What about Kyrie Irving, though? Is that another player? Hey, Kyrie, you're a great player. Um, But right now, we really don't know what we're going to get the best in return. So we're going to have you. Let's make it work. We got Kevin Durant right here beside you. That's your best friend. Um, We need you guys to be artists and get some buckets. Is that what they tell him? Or do you think there's actually a move out there that makes sense for them? I mean, the Lakers make sense, but I don't think anyone else wants to pay Kyrie Irving right now. I don't think there's a market for him, obviously not because his ability, because they don't believe in his availability, right? So they feel like, I think a lot of teams feel like Kyrie Irving is, for lack of a better term, a headache. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Kyrie Irving is one of the most skillful basketball players, actually the most skillful basketball player to ever play, but... I think teams around the league don't really want to acquire him right now because there's a chance they feel there's a chance he won't be playing a whole bunch of games because he hasn't proved he'll play a whole bunch of games in the last few seasons. So, which I you know I think that would change if he was in L.A. I know I'm a glass half full guy, but I really do feel like if he were to actually get yeah, that, get that move, I think the Lakers I think he does. Yeah, I think the Lakers do actually want him. Yeah, I do too. But the question is, okay, but so, the thing is, they have no, they have no. There's no leverage because there's not a market for him. So the Lakers could go always go to the Nets and say, look, nobody else wants them. We'll, we could do this for you. You know what I mean? So then why so that, hasn't it been done yet? Why hasn't it been done yet? Because the Lakers could ask for a trade that doesn't work in the Nets' favor, right? Like they won't, they won't be willing to give up a lot because there's no other suitors for Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So, And for right now, before a trade is done, we see the, the Russell Westbrook embracing the new role and the new coaching staff and whatnot. It doesn't work in L.A., right? I mean, regardless of the coaching staff or not, I'm sure they could put him in different positions and maybe things work temporarily. Maybe he's more effective here. But at the end of the day, I just don't think it works with him, Braun, and A.D. And that's my, my, my perspective on it. Who, Russell? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, that's not working. That's a done deal. I mean, they're trying to put things out in the media to make it seem like they're all on the same page, but... Yeah, that phone call. What do you think of the, yeah. the phone call that they well, have yeah, they're, and now they're, they're all trying on the to same create page? That we don't have to trade them, so they feel like they'll get better packages if the perception is that we don't have to trade them. Yeah, everything gets leaked for a reason, Combo. There's always a why behind it. And, and, and that's the big reason why the Nets have pretty good leverage, because I think in their head, it, we're going to go forward with Kevin Durant unless we get something absolutely great in return why not a westbrook kd reunion in brooklyn what are you trading for oh you all what Kyrie for uh for uh westbrook yeah man let lebron get his old teammate back you have your old teammate back the westbrook contract isn't good man it's just not a good like i think there's teams that on a veterans minimum deal he could help right like a lot of those middling teams maybe if you were in new york no no nobody wants his current contract yeah. You're going to have to package some really valuable assets. You probably have to package like AD to get rid of Westbrook. You know what I mean? KD and Kyrie for AD and Westbrook. I don't understand. What's the holdup here, guys? Yeah, I don't think the Nets want Westbrook, even though even with AD. And I told you, AD, that, that could be really bad if AD don't come back the same. Because last year he didn't prove that. He did not prove that he's the best oh, version God. of himself. Yeah. No, and well, I want to get into that too. So we're talking about the contracts, right? <laughs> Look at me. I feel like I'm a statistician over here. So the top, in case those listening were curious about this contract. So the highest paid contracts in the league today, Andrew Combo Salop, is number one, top 10 greatest player of all time, just won a fourth championship, roasted everyone in the SPs. I would pay him $48 million. 100% okay with that. Um, we then have that. That was that was good. What he did on the SPs. Yeah, I that thought was he was. I thought it was natural. I think he has a talent for it. Now, the second highest paid player in the NBA today is yours truly, the Los Angeles Lakers point guard slash shooting guard, Russell Westbrook. The highest, the second highest paid player. Forty. He makes more than LeBron James. So Westbrook makes forty-seven. LeBron makes forty-four. Wow. I didn't yeah, think he was the second yeah. highest paid there, player. There's te- there's there's fans of te- <laughs> there's fans and media members of teams that said to me that they don't want Westbrook even if it was a minimum, even on a vet minimum. Wow. So so ima- imagine how bad that contract is. Forty seven million. Like you have to be a team that's just completely irrelevant, wanting to sell tickets, right? Like that's what it's got to be. Does Russell sell tickets at this point? Okay, let's not disrespect the guy now. You know what I mean? He is entertaining. Whether it's top of the backboard shots or it's triple doubles, the guy is going to have you captivated. What I do think he does is, I don't think he's as box office as he used to be, but I do think if you're like a middling team, not trying to tank, but you're not quite contenders, he could raise the floor of your team. So the Knicks. Yeah, I just spoke with CP, the franchise of Knicks Fan TV. He didn't like the idea. He's like the voice for the Knicks fan base, so... Well, okay, I don't this, know if the Knicks. I don't know if the Knicks are going for that. That's what I'm saying. So if you like, okay, this is what we're doing. We're, I thought I thought the Kings were a solid idea, but on a vet minimum. I was just about to talk about the Kings. Let's get out of my head. So, but yeah, who do you get in return of that? They're not going to give up Fox. No, 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 no. I'm saying on a vet minimum. Oh, like it, yeah, yeah, later down yeah, the line. Yeah, nah, yeah. not now. Nah, it's going to be tough now. That's what I'm saying. What team really makes sense? It's got to be Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean the Lakers have to give up some assets for sure to even get rid of Russell's 
probably a lot of assets just to get off that contract. Have we seen a player? I don't want to say age this badly because the guy is not like he's averaging four points a game. But have and it's we not s- like he doesn't take care of his body? Yeah, like, he's still have, athletic. Have know? we seen a player like depreciate in like value in the market this badly? Yeah, but it's more because they become out of shape, not for usually these reasons. I mean, this reason, uh, Iverson a little bit towards the end, but not quite as bad as Russell, right? Because I think as great as Iverson was, and I think Iverson is probably underrated at this point, right? I think him and Russell probably lacked a little bit of self, self-awareness towards the end. And Melo had that issue for a little bit, but then he realized what he had to do, and he did it. So yeah, I think Russell lacks a little bit of self-awareness. The best role for him, in my opinion, right now is that small ball five role, kind of the way Bruce Brown plays basketball. I think if he could embrace a role like that, he could be even a better version of Bruce Brown right now because he's obviously more talented. Um, but, you know, it, it's all up to him. So yeah. we'll see. I'm looking, and then we have LeBron, third highest paid player. Bradley Beal for Washington, 43 mil. Kevin Durant, 42 mil for Brooklyn. And then lastly, Paul George and the Clippers, 42. Clippers, by the way, look absolutely ridiculous on paper. Now, injuries, health, you have to make sure that happens. We haven't seen John Wall really play to that to that pinnacle we've seen him play in a while. Even in Houston when we started to see some flashes when he did play, um, it was just a weird situation there. But on paper – you have a bunch of two-way players, a bunch of playmakers, a bunch of guys to get you a bucket. The Clippers are nasty. I know we're talking a lot about the Lakers, yeah. but right now the Clippers look like the better team in L.A., especially right now. Yeah, I like the Clippers and the Sixers if they could both stay healthy. And John Wall seems to be at a point where he's going to embrace a new role, and he's such a high IQ guy and fits in well defensively with that yep. team. I love the Clippers if they could stay healthy. And the Sixers are like Houston Rockets, um, Daryl Morey era 2.0 because they got their P.J. Tuckers and Daniel Houses, but you don't have quite the same level hard, and hopefully he can get back to like 95% of himself, which it seems like he's taking things seriously right now. He's taking a pay cut. But you also got like Houston Rockets 2.0, Morey era with Joel Embiid, who's a top five NBA player. I mean, that's pretty dangerous. Yeah, no, that is I- – I'm not a big believer in uh, in what's going on there. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna really? Be, yeah, I'm going to be 100% honest with I, you. I think you're just looking at their track record, and they haven't been successful so far, so you're not really buying stock. Right? Yeah, in order to find out where you're going, you have to know where you've been. You know what I mean? And so right now with, with Philly, their track record is not the best. Individual players, hey, you know me. I'm a positive guy. So I think with talent, the right situation, the right coaching, that could happen, right? But – Considering what I've seen in the past, I'm not sold on them. Right now, to me, it's a two-team race to win a championship. Three-team. Three-team. Well, 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 Warriors lost some key pieces. so uh, you know, the But Warriors Wiseman is coming back. So I put Golden State, Milwaukee, and Boston. I feel like those three are at a three-team race at the moment. Doesn't mean other people can't enter it. Doesn't mean people aren't close to them. But those three, to me, are like, those are the guys. The NBA is so deep that I feel like it could be a surprise team very easily. Right? Like a team you're not even thinking about. Or I think there's like eight teams that could probably win it all in the right situation. I'm not sure Boston will necessarily make it back this year. I think there's some really good teams in the East. And the Warriors lost some key pieces, so we will see. Um, I like Denver if they're healthy. I like the Clippers if they're healthy. I like the Sixers if they're healthy. So there's definitely a lot of teams in the mix. We have to see how the Lakers come back. 
And look, man, KD and Kyrie. Come on, man. You're giving me every never, team here. You're giving you, me every team. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. My pick. I don't like I, I think you're just like you're not you're not um taking into consideration all the variables that and it might not look exactly like last season, right? Like those are the three best teams this year. The Milwaukee Bucks will be year. the 2022, I mean, you, you, 2023 you named, NBA champions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You named the championship teams from this year. <laughs> they will be the NBA champion. Giannis is going to get a second ring this year. Which, to me, though, I really wish the hey, Milwaukee jo- Bucks. Joe, Joe Angles is a good pickup, too. It is. I just want them to yeah. pick up. I don't know. I, I'm just an aggressive guy, and I feel like Milwaukee isn't aggressive enough for me. That's a little frustrating on my end. Because you have a guy that has the opportunity to be a generational type player. He already is a generational type player. Best player in the world currently, in my opinion. I feel like you really have to maximize this window and get him some pieces. But they, this, we could be having a completely different conversation if Middleton is healthy. That's why I really feel like the Milwaukee Bucks. They're my pick, as of right now. Unless some crazy news happens, something changes, then that's subject to change. As of right now, they're my picks to win it this year. Upcoming season. Not a bad pick. Thank you. I appreciate it, Combo. It's not, not, not a bad pick. Yeah. But Combo, do you have any other news, any other opinions you have in the NBA world? Not really. It's kind of a quiet time, but the media doesn't allow it to be a quiet time, right? Never. There's just always something going on, like five-team proposed trade packages and all kinds of stuff. So I guess it's always fun. Um, yeah, Orlando Magic Basketball should be really exciting this year. So I'm looking forward to that. Paulo, man, man have you seen Paulo in those New York City open run videos? He looks like a created player. No, yeah, he does. He looks nasty. Hey, he, he looks crazier in those videos now. He's not the player that LeBron and KD and even Russell Westbrook are. But if you just watch those videos, like, it looks unreal. Yeah, no, he, stuff he's yeah. doing at his size with the basketball. Yeah, he looks nasty. Like, yeah, it looks crazy. It looks crazy. Just to mention, Isaiah Briscoe, Orlando Magic, former Orlando Magic, hey, was he, there. He has his own little, like, fashion style in those runs, right? Yeah, he does. Briscoe's nasty. Right? Briscoe is so nasty. I always wish he had a bigger role, or at least a role. At one point in time, I've interviewed him. He was on the Orlando Magic, and he was a great defender. He was a really good playmaker. He just lacked the NBA shooting, um, what you needed yeah. to be at that position. But I really feel like he has, and I think he's in the big three now, just tearing it up. Like, no one can guard him one-on-one. Well, he's in his prime. A lot of those guys aren't in their prime anymore. I don't even. They, they took the age limit away? In uh, the big three? Oh, I thought you were referring to something else. Um, I think they're – I don't know if they took it away or if they changed it. Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, they did change it at one point, but I, I – like, how old is Isaiah Briscoe? Uh, my age. Uh, maybe a little bit older. I think he's a year older than me. It's crazy that he's playing in the big three. Like, I kind of look at that as like a veterans league, you know, veteran three-on-three league. Among the most notable are players as young as 22 years old. Okay, so they changed it because it was higher, and then they brought it down a little bit. I guess down from 27. So, yeah, 27 now to 22. So, yeah, you're right. You're getting people in their prime. Or just young. This league's gonna get, that, that league's going to get better and better. That was a smart, that's a smart move by Cube. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's called adjusting in the right way. You know, not being stuck in what the league was and evolving. Yeah, so I, but it's going that's... to push away some legends, though, for sure. That's fine, but the quality of basketball is going to go up. Yeah. So I think that that's most important, like quality of basketball. I agree with you. Yeah, I would agree with you with that. That's a really – I didn't even think about that. That's really – that's that's a great point, especially if because now if you see Briscoe, who knows? What if he gets an opportunity from people seeing him play with this? Like the possibilities could be endless then. 
Yeah, I mean, like, maybe some of the top EuroLeague guys will come back in the summer and play in it if they have time, you know? So, yeah. Combo, we need to go out I to the Drew League next year. That, that's my uh, summer league and Drew League. Mark it down now. I think we should do some live podcasts there. Sounds like a plan. Definitely summer league. Summer league's always a vibe. I kind of grew up in playing and stuff like that. Like, you know, like outside, out here, it's like Rucker Park, West Forth, Dykeman. Right, right, right. Hoops in the sun. So, you know, you have to catch Drew League on the right night. Like, if you just go there randomly, there might not be anybody in the gym. I mean, obviously, they're always going to have a nice crowd, but it doesn't look like the LeBron night every night, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Combo, it's been a real one, sir. Hey, it's been real, my G. You heard? We didn't talk enough Orlando Magic, but we will. We'll get back to it when uh, we will. When they start playing. They have a lot of interesting young players, and I'm looking forward to seeing them play. Combo, it's time for throwing you the alley-oop. Famous outro, man. You can find Max on Instagram at Max underscore Van underscore Aukin. You can find me on Instagram at one two combo. Catch the MVP podcast pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. Catch Cobbles Court pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to this podcast, the Believe in Magic podcast. Shouts to the Believe Podcast Network. Max, it's always great talking basketball with you. Talk soon. Talk soon. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.